Okay, today we'll be talking about my inheritance. My inheritance. What exactly is our inheritance? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, as we look into your word today, Lord, open our eyes to our inheritance in the name of Jesus. And as you have given given them unto us, help us to catch our inheritance in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' name, pray. Amen. As believers, a born-again Christian, God has given unto us, all of us, inheritance. When a father dies, he will leave what we call a will down. That this is the way I want my properties to be shared. Especially uh, parents are well to do like ah, this world this world we go to this estate at Aja we come to Kayode amen, amen. this uh, big estate at Banana Island we go to Grace amen. this estate at VGC we go to Becky amen. so that's how <laughs> Amen. You see, that's exactly the way it is. As believers, God has given us our inheritance. But one thing about inheritance is this. If you don't know anything about your inheritance, you won't be able to use your inheritance. You'll be able to claim your inheritance. You'll be able to have access to your inheritance. But once you get to know that this belongs to you, what will you do? You'll take it by storm. For example, like Sister Imonde now. Let's just say, uh, Ajumobi, you know Ajumobi, very wealthy man before he died. Let's just say that Ajumobi, she is one of the daughters of Ajumobi. And Ajumobi now left inheritance for her. Now, maybe she doesn't know that she's the uh, daughter of Ajumobi. I'm not the daughter of Ajumobi, I'm just saying amen. So, and Ajumobi left a wonderful estate with millions of dollars in the bank for her. That once they can find her, they'll be able to hand over this inheritance to her. But they didn't find her. But now came a time they now discover that this she now discovered that this belonged to her. What would she do? What would you do? You claim it. You claim it. You claim everything because actually according to the law, according to the to the will, it belongs to you. Now let us look at Luke chapter 15, verse 12. Luke 15, verse 12. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. The day I saw this, I was like, what? He divided unto them. 
That means he gave the prodigal son his own inheritance. And the brother that was living with him, he gave his own, but the brother never discovered that he had inheritance already. It was the younger brother that took what belonged to him and he went to the far country to, to, to squander everything. But the brother that, that, let, that had the remaining belonging to him could not even ask for a, for, for a, a goat. Could not even take a goat and say, because he didn't know. The father divided his inheritance immediately because he had two sons. The other one came and said, Daddy, give me my own share of my own inheritance. I want to be on my own. I'm tired of you stalking me every now and then. I'm tired of you peeping and seeing what I'm chatting about. I'm tired of you looking at me and saying, what are you doing? You better come to the house. I'm tired of being monitored. I want to remain on my own. I want to stand on my own. And the father said, no problem. The father did not even argue with him because the father knew that the inheritance belonged to him, that he would not live forever. So the father divided and gave him that which belonged to him. And the remaining part of the inheritance belonged to the brother. The brother was working hard, working hard, but could not even assess that which belonged to him. That is the situation of many of us as believers. There are so many things that God has freely given unto us, but we are not taking advantage of them. One, because we are ignorant of them. Two, because we are ashamed or we are not bold enough to take that which belongs to us. There's one thing that I know about the devil. Devil knows that you are more powerful than him. But devil will put fear in you that will make you uh, his subject. Devil knows that the power that Jesus has given unto you, irrespective of how, how young you are in faith, whether you just gave your life to Christ or yesterday, the power that Jesus has given unto you is greater than the power that, that the devil has. I'm not saying the devil does not have power. I'm saying you have more. But once the fear is in you, but your own power is much more activated by faith. But with the devil, we plant fear so that your faith will not work. And once your faith will not work, your power will not work. And once your power will not work, devil will take advantage of you. So your inheritance as a child of God, and that is what we want to look at today. Do you know that all the promises of God according to the Bible say they are yea and amen. They are for you. Mom, is there anything wrong when you read the word of God and you want to quote it, you want to say it to people? He said, God told me. Is it wrong to say that? Many of us, we are afraid to say that. We are afraid to say the word, God told me. Where did God tell you in the word of God? When he came alive in his word to me. This word of God is for us. When you read a promise that has to do with the word of God, claim it, it belongs to you. Like, possess it. Don't be afraid to say to say to your friend that God told me. He told me that I will be the head and not the tail. And I'm 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 living like a tail here. What is happening, God? God, you told me where in your world. God told you, I said, this book of the law shall not depart from their mouth because that is your power. If you lose the world, you lose power. If you lose power, you lose authority. If you lose authority, you lose everything. 
that's why we need to know to hold to take advantage of this world that is for us when you are down you say lord you told me say by your stripes i've been made oh that is you talking to me not i'm just re- i'm not just reading it like in the pages of the bible it's you personally addressing me coyote addressing me it is word for me not just that i'm just reading into cut phone or i'm just reading it to preach it but i'm reading it because it belongs to me all the promises of god in the bible when you take hold of it and you hold it and you confess it you have it but we don't we look at as if uh, if you say it they'll be looking at us as if we are liars now uh-uh. people will just be saying god told you when did god tell you when you speak the word of god you are not a liar when you quote back at times see at times you will do what we call quoting back the word of god back to him lord you said yeah you said yeah you said yeah this is your commandment this is this supposed to happen in my life why is it not happening? god will open your eyes to see what you need to do what you are not doing right, it will begin to tell you that ah, you are not doing this one right, oh, adjust this one. It will begin to come as an idea, and as you are applying that idea, you will see your life going from one level to another. Now, what are the thing, the things that Jesus had left for us? Number one, He came to set us free. Now, as we are born again, now we are no longer slaves to sin. We have been free from the power of sin and death. The Bible says in Romans 8 verse 1 and 2, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not live after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of life of spirit in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. There's a law of sin and death, but Jesus came to set you free, that you can have life. In other words, life is your possession as a child of God. So if there is something that is dead inside of you, you use your power, the power of life, to bring life out of you. Jesus said the word that I speak of you, they are spirit and what? And they are life. So as you hear the word of God, it quickens something inside of you. And that which is dead, all of a sudden, jumps up. That's why some people, when they live, when they have encounter with the word of God, when they leave the place of the world, the place of prayer like this, idea will just be flowing right from their head. Say, ah, I'm going to do this like this. Because they have had an encounter with the world. So you need to understand that this belongs to you, life. And also, I love this part because I, I was not, it is our inheritance, prosperity. I will never stop talking about it. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 8.18, it says he has given us power. Power to do what? To make words. That is our inheritance. All of us, as we are seated here, we have been given power to make in... Grace, Grace, we know this. That I've been talking about this long ago, Abby. Can you remember? I've been talking about it long, 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 and I will continue to talk about it like that because it is the truth of God's word. It is your inheritance to prosper. Told John too. He said, 
above all things that your soul prosper and be in earth. God wants you to prosper in all things. Whatsoever you lay your hands upon, He says, It shall be blessed. Anything you, if you mistakenly touch the dead, the, the dead will rise up because you are blessed. They just, they, they were just trying to bury that young man who. The young man is dead, trying to bury him, and they mistakenly touch him, and the bone of Elijah touched him, bam, the man came to life. Why? Because Elijah was blessed. In other words, when you get to a particular place where you offer them your idea, the idea, your idea will rule them, because you are blessed. So what am I saying? Prosperity belongs to you. You have to know it. You have to come to realization of it. Bishop Oyedeko came across one particular passage of the word of God and he jumped up and said, I will never be poor again in my life. Is it poor now? Never. Because he understood the word came to life. He possessed the word of God. He said, this is for me. But if we are saying that, ah, oh, no. It's just some people that, those that are blessed, they don't have two heads. I'm, I must say it. We just need to discover that how did they do it? What did they apply? Let us start doing it. When you speak the word of God, it works for you. So prosperity belongs to you. Another thing is that healing is our meat. I said, oh God, healing is our meat. We need to eat it every day. God does not want us to be sick. And if at all we are sick, there's power of healing of God that is able to raise upon us and heal us. The Bible says, if the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead comes upon you, say that power is able to do what to quicken your mother body. That means it will give your mother body life, just like as it gave Jesus life. So we need to understand this one. And also, long life. Oh, forget whether some people are doing. Forget it. Don't even mention. Your case is not. It's not like that. The Bible says, with long life, I will do what? I will satisfy you. Is that what it is with the word of God? That means it's until you say, I'm no longer interested. And Lord, it's enough. It's enough. Just like Elijah, I'm not better than my enemies. Lord, give me now. Long life is your is your inheritance in Christ Jesus. Until you begin to see yourself. Some people, one demon will just come and tell them and say they will die. And they'll begin to carry it in their head and say they had the dream that they'll die. If you had the dream that you die, must you die? It's not God that says that you will die, except you do something wrong that God wants to take you. That's, that one is so different. Except you are saying, God, I, I've had enough, please take me. He said, with long life, I will satisfy you. Once you are satisfied, you can take God. I think I'm good to go now. I think I've finished my work. I think I've finished my assignment. I think now it's, it's over for me. God said, no problem. I won't be anticipating your coming. Come home. Okay? It's what we want that God, we, are, we, we establish, except we have done something that you know, just God has been warning us. Stop. Don't do it. You know, I heard of a man called Billy Graham. Billy Graham. Billy Graham was a, man, a powerful man of God that he can describe by, by the Spirit of God, he can describe what you have in your house, where he is.
and he will give you revelation. You will know, you will know that this man is saying the truth. He said, You have flash cane, black, with a sewing machine in front of it. You know that I see vision. Amen. If I am outside, I've not entered your house before. I can describe the kind of fan you, you use, the kind the way your your this thing. He said, Ah, Mommy Grace is well positioned in the corner in the photo album. And I began to mention all those things. You'll be like, you say, wow. You know, you'll be like, and then that was how powerful this man was. But all of a sudden, he started drifting away. He started preaching that the seed that God warned them not to it was say that the devil had sex with Eve. That was the, the seed that God said they should not. He started preaching and God sent people to him and said, Stop this message. Stop this message. He didn't hear. Until one day he had an accident and died. Do you know? Do you know that's how you know that the power of God was with him? He died with his wife. And while he was about to die, he said, Where is where is mama? Where's mommy? That's uh, his wife. His wife is dead. And this man of God is anointed minister of healing. As he lay hands upon his wife, his wife came back to life and he died. That's to tell you that God took him. No, it's not the power of the devil that, that took him, it is God. So we need to understand that fact. If God is saying that we should stop something, we stop. God will help us in the name of Jesus. So, healing, long life, all those things, they are for us. And there are so many things, eternal life. We are not meant to go to hell. As a matter of fact, let me tell you this. Air fire, God did not create air fire for any man. He created air fire for the devil and the fallen angels. Jesus said the place that is meant for the devil, Matthew 25, the devil and the angel, that's where they will go because they do not do the will of God. So as men that not do the will of God, we end up there. So God's why God is, is after evangelism. Those who are in the wrong side to come to the right side of him because he does not want them to go to a, to a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. So internal life is for all of us. Do you know that the devil is afraid of going to hell? You don't know. That's why when they, you know, all this popular saying that if the devil is reminding you of your past, remind him of where? Of his future. You know, when, the, when Jesus wanted to cast out a demon, he said, Ah, have you come to demon this before our time? You know, our time is not, has not yet come. He was afraid of going there. And here we see our people all over. They will say, Ah, I will sing just so much that God wants to throw me like this. He will overthrow me and I will jump the fence. There's no jumping the fence with God. You will just go down straight. That is the ignorance, the foolishness that the devil has placed some people. Some people because of the of guilty conscience. What they have done. And they thought that God would not be able to forgive them. So they will now be saying, I know that I'm going to hell. But I want to take as many as possible with me. Who told them that they will go to hell? Who told them that if they didn't repent, God will not forgive them? Who told them that? The devil. The devil had told them that their case is beyond repair. So they believe it, they swallow it, and they will be going everywhere looking, helping some people to go to hell, and they will become an agent of the devil. That's not what God wants for us, all of us, even those who are not saved. God wants them to go to heaven. So it is your inheritance as a child of God. 
So you need to stand up and start claiming all these things. And some other inheritances that you see in the word of God. It's not a, because of time. I will not be able to mention all other things. But they are for you. But I've mentioned the major. So once you say, I shall not die but live to declare the, the glory of God. Your inheritance also is to have dominion over the devil. Amen. God created and said, I have dominion. I'm not saying God did not create us to have dominion over our fellow human beings. I watched a clip that day. He was commanding his boss. I command you. I command that foolishness of the highest order. Foolishness of the super, superlative order. You are not to command. I cannot command mommy. I cannot command you. I can just like, okay, I cannot command you, but I can tell you to do something. Like, just like general command. I'm talking about commanding the person to be going up and down, be doing as your will. It is witchcraft. When you see anyone commanding you, you know, you don't want to ah, ask. Hey, pastor will just call you. Ah, you start money. Ah, just go wash you. And you send, send me like uh, 50,000 naira. That's how they deceive my brother. I'm talking, this, this happened to my own brother. My brother just left. He went, I don't know how he got to meet this particular affair. And the affair began to tell him that his own mother was the one behind him, behind him doing. And this mother stood by all of us. And then the affair will just call one day and say, Ah, there's this particular thing that you need to do. Please send money. Let me do it for you. He sent 50,000, 60,000. That's how the affair wrecked my brother. It was doing very fine. I know the amount it gave me. Babe, how much like going to 80,000 or 9,000 that it gave me when I wanted to get married? That's how this affair, to the point that this my brother got married, none of us witnesses. This affair became the father, became the mother, and did everything. It was my brother that sponsored him. My brother put money in his pocket. My brother did everything because he told my brother that it is not yet time to meet his own family. That is witchcraft. He deceived my brother to the point that his wife got pregnant. Therefore, said, there's something that I must do for you that will make the parent to be up and doing. Do something for him. The, the, the woman drank it and the pregnancy came down. Till now, the woman has not got pregnant. Witchcraft! So if you see any man or anybody that is commanding anyone, it's witchcraft. We are not meant to command other people. We are meant to command demons and evil powers. I do have right to be commanding any. I'm using this witchcraft spirit that does that. So if you know your stand in Christ, you will know that if anyone wants to command you, you fight it back. No, never. This can never be done. Nobody should call you and be taking advantage of you. There's no place in the Bible that says, before I can pray for you, you need to give me some money. I'm a prayer contractor. Nothing like that. So you need to stand on your own and do these things on your own. Study on your own and deliver on your own. Time has gone. May the Lord bless his word in the name of Jesus. Amen.